Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Michael. I'm Christina. I'm Grace. Today, we are going to be discussing hashtags. It's kind of like one of the mysteries of social media. There's no set answer to what is the perfect hashtag for my social media post. I feel like everyone's looking for the perfect hashtag. You need like the perfect like seven hashtags. Like hashtag podcast, hashtag new podcast episode, hashtag hashtag episode of the podcast, hashtag. (laughs) Right. And it's one of those things too. If you go online and you search like what's the best hashtag for whatever you may be trying to promote, you'll get a hundred different hashtags thrown at you and you can't that's not a set answer there's now a hundred options for you to figure out which one's the best for you we'll start with a little bit of hashtag basics first thing is hashtags always start with a hashtag symbol Mm -hmm. my generation called it the pound symbol because it was always set to numbers like that's a five pound bag of flour you know so five hashtag and nowadays they are always used in social media platforms wait did it it represented a pound Yes. I oh my god, why didn't I know that? Yeah. <laughs> Unless I dreamt it growing up, that was <laughs> it makes there. Sense. You know, so it was definitely there. I mean, they I, called it a pound sign. <laughs> I will tell you when they first started doing hashtags, I was so resistant to it just because I didn't understand the change <laughs> that even with one of my friend's nieces was talking about hashtags this, hashtags that. I was like, that's a pound sign. And I even designed her shirt with a huge hashtag on. I said, this is a pound sign. Oh my God, Michael. What <laughs> an know? old man. I'm showing my age. You made a spike gift. <laughs> yeah, I really did. But it's definitely one of those things that will help you get your idea across, get your promoting across, and it'll also make sure that people who are looking for the same thing that you're posting can find you. So it's like a linking tool. Right. If you're posting about books and someone's following hashtag bookstagram, yeah. then, you know, they're going to be able to see when people post things on bookstagram. Right. Right. Another thing, too, with using hashtags and if you want people to see your posts, make sure that you have a public account. Because if you have a private account and you're using hashtags, no one's going to see them except for the people that are already following you. Right. And your, your whole point of the hashtag is to widen your audience and widen, you know, and show more people what you are promoting or what you're wanting to say. Well, and if you're an author who's trying to get followers on social media for your writing, none of your accounts should be on private. Some people might hesitate to follow you um, if you seem like you don't want to be approached. So you could, if you want to have like an author Instagram that's public and a personal Instagram that's private, if you maybe like don't want to post pictures of your kids publicly or something like that. But for your author stuff, public, public, public. Absolutely. And also as an author, you'll want to make sure that you have a business account, like say on Instagram, as opposed to a personal account, because business accounts will show you your engagement with followers and with people who who actually saw your posts. But if it's just set to a personal account, you can't follow that and it gets hard for you to grow as 
you know, a social media entity <laughs> or exi- you know, existing on social media. Mm-hmm. Another thing too is keep them simple. People don't want to read rambling hashtags and like the Twitter, uh, the Tumblr hashtags from back in the day. Yes, they would be like part of the story. Is like the hashtags <laughs> provide like additional context. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's another thing too: limit your hashtags. I know Instagram allows up to thirty hashtags. And if you go over 30, they won't post any of your text. So you'll post a picture with nothing after it. And you've lost everything that you've just written. But don't do 30 hashtags because it looks like spam. People lose interest. It looks like you're just trying too hard. When I first started on Instagram, I was like, oh, 30 hashtags. You are getting 30 hashtags. No more, no less. Mm -hmm. And now on Instagram, they want three to five. Wait, is that a new thing on Instagram? Well, it's one of those things where studies have been done that show that the fewer and more specific to your post hashtag that you're using, the reach more people. Gotcha. Wow. I didn't know that. Check out Wildlings Instagram for 30 hashtags per post. Right. So (laughs) it's one of those things that I'm learning too. I had to break myself of that because I used to keep in my notes on my phone while I'm posting a a suspense book. Well, here's my 30 hashtags for suspense Mm -hmm. book readers. Yeah. So it's one of the things where you start to get really specific. And another thing while we're discussing Wildling Presses is that you want to have a branded hashtag that you start using that other people can use. So you start your own like hashtag Wildling Press. And then that way it starts connecting everything that we do. Also along with the authors that join in the Wildling family that they if they use that one, it starts putting those things all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're an author, that could be like hashtag your name. Or like if you have a very specific gimmick or like shtick you can also use that like not at wildling but but before we've all worked with author bridget fowler who does like poetry for children and her book was grow with me poetry so like in that case your hashtag could be like hashtag grow with me poetry because that's really specific to like exactly what you're doing with your book and its message exactly and another thing is too is you know keep your hashtags relevant you know one of the main examples is just because it's June, don't use hashtag Pride Month if your oh actual gosh. post is not about queer culture that's like or unethical. Pride Month. That's yes. like Yeah. Yikes. You know, because you're just trying to get out there. Well, that's what the month it is, but your post has nothing to do with that. Ooh, so that's big definitely yikes. keep it relevant. If you're like, quote, trying to make it relevant to like Pride Month, maybe like mean it, you know, like don't <laughs> just throw a rainbow in the picture and be like, got it, you know. Right. Don't yeah. pander. Yeah, Ugh. don't pander. Use... Yeah. Internet, use your social media interactions organically. That's a whole nother episode that we're definitely going to talk about. You need to be an organic, authentic person. You can't just be pandering to try to get likes and stuff. Right. And the same thing goes with, you know, if it's a social cause that's going on that happens to be trending, don't use that post just because that's what's trending right now. Use Use the hashtags that are trending for what you're talking about. Yeah, like, for example, if it's the trans day of visibility, tagging any old post with that hashtag is not great. But maybe you could post about how you donated to a charity that supports trans children. And then that would be a super relevant hashtag because you actually did something meaningful. Absolutely. You know, and that same thing goes with like the trend for a certain hashtag changes by month to month, sometimes day to day. Yeah, look up there and there's some very consistent hashtags out there. They're like hashtag pick of the day hashtag love you know hashtag photo of the day hashtag ootd i see those all the time Mm -hmm. they have their space and they have their place to use them but also at the same time look at how many other people have used them and some of those now because hashtags have been around for (coughs) 15 years Uh uh in social media that now some of them have 
over a billion people have used it or it's been used over a billion times. Right, right. You know, and they're up there. So you have the chance of getting lost in the mix because you're setting out your post and you use hashtag love and a few thousand other people push that post button at the exact same time as you. Well, yeah. all, all of those posts aren't going to go up on the feeds of people who are following those hashtags. It's going to yeah, start. It's just too many. It's just too many. So try to use specific and relevant hashtags, but also make sure you're using ones that people are following. So it's there's no set answer of which one's proper for you. But the one thing I can definitely recommend is have the business account, use a handful of different hashtags, and then go back and look at how well your posts did. And the posts that did better, try using those hashtags more often to see if that brings up, you know, your representation on this oversaturated social media platform. Yeah. Right. So is there a way to check certain hashtags to see like their relevance? Do you just like search the hashtag or is there a good spot to go to to kind of figure out what you should be using? There's tons of websites for it. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, I almost, there are certain websites that I was like, used to be very dedicated to. And then I'll go look in other ones and they'll give me different ideas of what hashtags to use. But I usually turn to a search engine and I say, you know, best hashtags for fill in the blank what I'm trying to post. And then I start looking at those. And when you go on your social media platform, which I'm most comfortable with Instagram, because Twitter is an enigma to me. Yeah. But I go on Instagram. And what I'll do is I'll type in the hashtag and you can see how many times it's been used. Uh And I'm like, wow, that's been used way too much. Yeah. But using something like Throwback Thursday, that's never going away. Mm -hmm. You know, Flashback Friday, those are ones that you know, people are still going to use. So still use that one, but, you know, there's just certain ones that are just, they get too lost in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a balance of using, like, general specific ones. Like, hashtag bookstagram is a general specific. It's not about, it's just about, like, books. And then, right. like, a combination of using that with, like, hashtag the author, hashtag the book title. Because those are really specific, and only people yeah. who are specifically into that author and that book are going to find you. So it's, I think it's like, you need a balance. Yeah, it's sort of putting you in both camps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I just I just did a quick little search and to see what the top 10 hashtags on Instagram are. And as of earlier this year, hashtag love has 1.835 billion uses. Ooh, girl. You're going to get lost in that mix. So definitely find ones that are specific to, that are niche hashtags for what you're promoting, which is usually yourself. Right. And another thing, too, we're not reinventing the wheel. These hashtags have been going on and they're out there. So look up other social media influencers that do what you do or are in the same genre as you and see which ones work for them. Right. You know, sometimes people have already done the research for you. That's true. Work harder. I mean, wait, (laughs) I was about to say work harder, not smarter, but it's the opposite. Grace. Work smarter. Is that why everything's been so hard lately? (laughs) Yeah, you've been doing it wrong. I told you the wrong thing. God. Hashtag work smarter, not harder. Hashtag. Right. Hashtag love this podcast episode. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, I just think that you should find a small collection of hashtags that generally work for what you generally post about and sort of go from there. Yeah, also just be prepared to keep up with the times because, right. you know, we've all learned new things just in this short period of time recording this episode. So (laughs) it's true. You got to keep up with it and make sure that you're doing things strategically because you can fall behind pretty quickly, I feel like. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, until you're comfortable and you find yours, 
keep doing the research and keep yeah. looking and keep seeing what trends are out there because yeah, you said you will get lost in the shuffle if you get stuck on one thing. Go, well, this worked for me six months ago. Mm. Right. And it's completely fine to experiment. You have to figure out what's going to work because what works for you might not work for someone else. So it's completely fine to just experiment and see what happens. And that's why it's so important to have that business account so that you can track your engagement to really figure out what's working for you. The fun thing is when a post does like super well and you simply cannot account for it. It has like six times as many likes as you're used to. And you're like, huh, I have no idea what makes this different from the rest. And you'll let those stump you. They'll, our girl, they'll you. our girl, Christina right here has <laughs> has gone viral. Yeah, I went viral on TikTok with a writing tip about creating fantasy names. I Did have- you use hashtags? I'm sure I did use hashtag writing tips here. Let me allow me to go to my TikTok account because I I haven't I've almost never posted since then because my success was overwhelming. This this whole podcast episode was an elaborate ploy just to get everybody to look at this TikTok. I, I'll link I'll link it in the episode description. But I you have should. one point seven million views. Oh my god! And I have so two hundred and twenty thousand likes. Thirty thousand people have saved this, and I don't even. <laughs> have a caption on it <laughs> there's no caption wait is that right do i have no caption on this and that's people amazing just, people just liked it <laughs> well, don't do no caption Come you're on. really undermining everything <laughs> i should never have brought this up <laughs> anyway check out my tiktok <laughs> right and while we're talking about captions, you know, another thing too is when you are writing a caption, that's where you're really trying to draw in audience. Keep them simple, succinct. You know, you don't want people to get bored and scroll next. But also don't put hashtags in your actual sentences. I know we, there was, you know, in your actual caption, yeah. like the written part, because there are people that use the text to speech and it makes it harder to understand yeah. the sentence. It breaks it up. That is a great point. I tend to only put a hashtag in a sentence if pretty much only if I'm like at an event. I'm like, I'm at hashtag GalaxyCon Richmond or whatever. Exactly. And the way to make that not a problem for people who use text to speech is to make sure you capitalize the first letter of every word in your hashtag. If you do hashtag GalaxyCon Richmond, I'm just saying that because that's like a Comic-Con in the Richmond area. If you do hashtag GalaxyCon Richmond, all in lowercase, the AI readers look at that as if it's one word and it's trying to figure out what word GalaxyCon Richmond is. But if you capitalize the first letter of each word, it'll go Galaxy, it'll know to read GalaxyCon Richmond. That is a very good tip. Yeah. So I always, all of my hashtags all the time, now I capitalize every word. And that's a little hard for me and my editor brain because it's not title case, which is where you lowercase uh and the and like some other of those like simple small words. It's like yeah. you have to do every, like if it's the letter A, if it's like if you give a mouse a cookie hashtag, you have to capitalize that A. Right. But yeah, you know, just to like round it all out, when it comes to hashtags, we want to keep them simple. Keep them relevant. Do your research. Use trending hashtags and limit your hashtags. And if you find one that's the holy grail of hashtags, 
let me know. Yeah. <laughs> let us know what your favorite hashtags are. So you can follow a hashtag on Instagram. You can't follow a hashtag, I don't think, on Twitter or on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. But on Instagram, we follow all kinds of fun hashtags like hashtag indie authors, hashtag indie publishing, hashtag bookstagram, hashtag am writing, because we like to engage with people who are doing those things and talking about those things. So it's cool because it introduces us to new different accounts all the time. There's so many wonderful bookstagram accounts out there really specific. And so that's a great way for us to find new people to connect with. And that's how you book. This episode was written by me, Michael Hardison, and edited by Christina Kahn. Our logo is designed by me, Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on socials or at www.wildlingpress.com.